we're 10 by 10 and we're back with episode 3 10 issues by 10 teens introducing joel yo rohan hi alan yo. amina Bye. will it took us too many times to retake <laughs> harriet hi swetha hi yusuf yo Paige. Hello. and all the way from lazy town stephanie hi so today guys we're going to be discussing climate change um, we're in the wild, as you can obviously hear. Yeah. Out in the nature itself. Fitting. Unfortunately, most of our group is being attacked by a wasp. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start off with a question. Okay, so what can the government do to stop climate change? Um, personally, I think that they should spend a portion of taxes uh, investing into more renewable technology. And, like, for example, they could invest into more solar panels. Like, if they put... Um, if they covered some of the Sahara Desert with solar power uh, panels, that could power most of the earth and it would all be renewable. They could also reduce pollution. For example, they could introduce sea bins, which uh, removes plastic from the ocean and overall um, reduces um, pollution. But for that, we would need all world leaders to come together. So, do you think climate change is a disaster waiting to happen? Or do you think it's more of a technological challenge that can be overcome? Uh, no, I personally don't think it can be overcome unless all of us use our combined efforts to combat it. But the chances of that are really slim, as none of the government officials really take it seriously. So we're all doomed. So yeah. Because yeah. I think it's only about three years until the effects of are climate change are irreversible. So we really need to do something about it now rather than later. How can we, we're going to go talking about the sea and how that, that's affected. Um, how can we stop the sea level rising? So, what actually causes the sea levels to rise is climate change. It's an effect of climate change. And due to climate change, global warming takes place. And there's two reasons why sea levels rise as a result of this. So, due to global warming, glaciers and ice, ice sheets are melting, which means more water is added to the ocean. Therefore, sea levels are rising. Another reason is global warming. Um, once again, the volume of ocean expands as the temperature of the oceans increases. And also, another reason, which is not really major, but it's also a reason, is because the amount of liquid water on the land is reducing due to groundwater pumping, which causes the amount of water on the land to shift to the ocean, which increases sea levels again. And and the average sea levels have risen over eight inches since 1880 and every year the sea, the sea levels rise another 13 inches which is not really good because it's going to carry on rising like this if nothing happens and we don't try to stop it as soon as we can yeah, by the sea levels rising that puts more than a million species at risk by climate change and that's both in water and on land and uh, it leads to more flooding as well, which obviously, as we've seen in Germany, it can be absolutely life-changing if something is such a big flood happens and a lot of people can lose homes, some people lose families. So, you know, we really need to change it as soon as possible. There are multiple pollutants for, uh, that's uh, cars, factories, farms, and even us. And as well, sound can be a factor of it. What do you think is the biggest contributing factor though to global warming out of those? Um, I think it's the increasing of like the population because um, if there's more like people like we need more resources to like survive so like more factories and like more cattle farming and that leads to like more greenhouse gases so reduce the population yeah how do you think though that, that we can 
obviously you can't do like a mass culling of people because that's inhumane but how do you think we could take a step as humans how do you think we could really help the environment i think that it doesn't matter what you do as long as i think every little bit of action helps so um, bamboo products are also a good like alternative because bamboo can grow up to like 90 centimeters a day um and even like cycling or walking to school or work could be beneficial couldn't it it can yeah, reduce someone's carbon footprint which if we can all reduce it just by a little bit we um, can also diets as well so cutting out not like ridiculous amount of meat but cutting down on meat can then reduce how many farms have to be in action yeah because cows can be quite a big um some of them are big contributors to methane being released into the air um, is there anything that people do personally to reduce their carbon footprint? So, for example, uh, long and short distance travel affects climate change a lot. So what people tend to do is uh, cycling. For example, our Prime Minister Boris Johnson uh, always used to cycle to work instead of taking the car yeah. to reduce uh, climate change. Another way individual actions have helped reduce climate change is by protests. So protests such uh, people such as Greta Thunberg, who are key individuals, <laughs> protest about uh, stuff like stuff like climate change to reduce it and get awareness so that climate change is known as like a big factor right now. Yeah, I think my uh, a counter-argument there that I believe is like, you know when people go to do protests and obviously it blocks roads, it, you know, builds up traffic, which is then causing more pollution. Um, is there any way that people, because like I think by protesting sometimes can have adverse effects that increase climate change going against completely what they're protesting for? So I think that's, uh, it's, protesting is a great way to get your message across, but I think sometimes it has effects that people don't realise it does, which goes against what you're protesting for. It also creates a bad image for your protest. They think, okay, um, let's say uh, feminists, for example, are a protest or something, they have this bad image of pro feminists, you know, doing this and this, and so yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, again, it is a great way to get people to know about it, because only Pope Central's haven't heard about climate change. So that's really close to half of the population don't know what it is. Therefore, they could be doing things that are really hindering the progress that other, the other 60% are making. I think education, educating people about climate change is really important so that we can all do more to help. So is it too late? That's what I want to ask. Is it too late for us to really turn, turn it back and, you know, make sure that the, we don't go, you know, we don't go extinct in the world becomes a better place yeah i don't think it's never too late if we suddenly like make a lot of people more people aware about this and get those people to maybe use public transport in a way because if you get more people on a bus it's better because they're not all using cars are they does you can get more people on a bus than on a car mm -hmm. and also if they're like some people are cycling to work it can really reduce the co2 emissions which is great um because it will it will reduce climate change and yeah yeah it really just depends on like the people so for example us we're talking about it here and now we're probably going to try and do something about climate change later in life yeah but right now our like adults don't really listen to children as much no i think there's this whole this whole thing about how teens don't know enough about the world to have an opinion on anything and i think sometimes us as teens can have a more educated view on things i think adults sometimes have their own opinion and that's what it's stuck to and even though we're having this constant research 
coming up and we're constantly informing ourselves other people don't and they take things from 40 50 years ago as that's that's the truth and they won't listen to anything else whereas we're constantly educating ourselves looking at the newest research looking at you know the newest movements and trying to keep on top of things and how we can better ourselves and better the planet and the good thing is some of the governments they've already started reacting to it they've all signed um signed to an agreement i think in paris so they've they have started reducing their emissions which is good because yeah. it has to start from them as leaders of the countries and then it will help the people to understand more about it as well and help them reduce it and play their part in reducing it as well which is good yeah so like the, i know that there's um emissions fees yeah yeah so going through like birmingham you have to pay money which is obviously a deterrent for people because you you know some people they don't want to pay that that even like that five pounds to get into birmingham so they may take the train they may take a bus they may walk if it's close enough or cycle so i think that's a big thing that's helping it's doing that at the same time it also allows people to like it, it lets them know like get electric cars because they're actually allowed into those zones without yeah. paying so more people can buy electric cars and stuff like that which is more healthier i guess for the environment do you think that electric cars should be more accessible do you think there should be mm. a, a lower cost yeah they, they certainly should be I there's have... a lot of different um types of bonds there's different like brands not brands car yeah car brands do different styles and models so there are like they are still very expensive, but I think it's a there's a quite a range of them. Didn't Boris want like everyone to have electric cars? Yeah, by twenty thirty, I think it was. Yeah, I think. No, I think what they need to do is to do that is work with car companies and really try and push manufacturing more electric cars. And I think everyone should be turning to do that, you know. And even if it's just this one car that's more affordable for people, it'll really lower emissions. And it'll, you know, it might increase some sales because a lot of people now, you don't buy new cars, you buy older cars and they're all petrol and diesel and, you know, it's not helping. Whereas if you really push getting more of an affordable electric car, that will increase sales for some companies. I feel like if the government doesn't do anything major, nothing will actually happen. So, like, I feel like our efforts are actually not because the government really doesn't really listen to us. I don't think the world governments really take it seriously either. For example, uh, Donald Trump especially, when he was the uh, leader, he didn't really care about, you know, such yeah. things. I think as well, like, um, obviously Greta Thunberg has been a big, a big voice within the, like, within us being like teens and she's really got her point across and she's been a really big help in terms of getting everybody to listen to us and hear our views. And I think it's really important that more of us sort of advocate for things and you don't have to go out and protest or, but just in your own little way, if you can inform one person about your opinion and what they could do to help with climate change, I think that can really make a difference. It's a small difference, but it can, you know, it can be a big impact in the end. You can start by looking at your, you can measure your carbon footprint. So you can go online and take this, take a quiz and it can explain to you ways that you can improve it so maybe not using the car as much you know growing your own vegetables yeah uh, can we all agree as well that planting trees is very vital in reducing yeah. climate change uh, I, yeah. if so one I, family I agree. even if one family plants one tree that will reduce climate change by a lot because yeah. i have a question in brazil the amazon is getting taken advantage of like it's getting yeah. cut down and trees are trees are life trees trees take in carbon dioxide which is 
Yeah. Which is the most important world, which is the most important thing in this world. And release like, oxygen for us as yes, well, don't Yes, exactly. They? So it's, it's beautiful. beneficial for everyone. Yeah. And they look pretty. Yeah. Well. But the thing is, like lots of people don't believe in climate change. They think yeah. it's a hoax. So they yeah. won't do it. For I mean, example, the Brazilian government, like yes, the Prime Minister right now, apparently he hasn't signed to any agreements. He thinks it's no. all false. But the Amazon is in this country and he's letting them, he's letting people cut it down. No. Things like that is really harming and it's not helping at all. No, it's it's it looks really bad when the leader of the free world, you know, one of the biggest superpowers is saying that climate change isn't real and is ignoring all the research that's been done and the millions and millions of pounds and dollars and, you know, all the money that's been put into it's this just research. Pathetic, isn't it? Yeah, I think they I think really they know need to what take they're notice. Doing. Yeah. They need to take notice and they need to listen. And I think they don't realise how informed we are as a generation and how we can really be influential because we are we all I think everybody here has a social media presence in some form. And you know, we get educated from that. And it's not always right, but you know, we get our information and we can share it and it's easy. You know, you don't have to do word of mouth anymore. You can just post it on your story and, you know, even if it's 10 people that see it, that's 10 more people that could be educated. I think we really need to think as well about the animals in this. It's not just us. They get affected. So, you know, the world's biodiversity has declined uh, in half a century and more than 25,000 species are disappearing or in danger of disappearing. That's also a result of like trees being chopped down and stuff because habitats are being destroyed, especially in the Amazon where there's yeah. so many, so many creatures live there and so many diverse plants, even medicine, like people haven't even yeah. discovered it. It all, it all originates from the Amazon and the trees are being cut down, which reduces biodiversity, which isn't good for, which no. isn't good for the environment again. No, a lot of it is for agriculture as well. So I yeah. think with the when you eat less meat there are less need for the farms so then less trees have to be cut down in order to have the space to have a farm yeah i think that's one thing that a lot of people are trying to push i know that the andrex they're pledge i think it is them that are pledging that for every tree that is they chop down they'll yeah, plant and they plant three for every one that they chop down and as well there's there's even like search engines now like there's a search engine called ecosia and every search that's done five trees are planted that's why we shouldn't be out here wasting paper. That is oh, true yeah. as well. I have, I have a question. Um, Cycle. I have a question. What exactly is a carbon footprint? A carbon footprint is basically how much, how many emissions you give off. So yeah. every time you drive in a car, your carbon footprint increases. Yeah. Every time, say if you chop down a tree, your carbon footprint increases. How, how is your carbon footprint calculated? It's calculated by like how much you use yeah. cars things that give off emissions where you buy like fruit and vegetables from because yeah. yeah. food like, miles avocados in other countries have to be imported to our countries and that's more food miles yeah which is bad for the environment and even meat sometimes it's from different countries so right. buying locally and buying that is also an important is, thing like yeah. more people should be aware of buying locally because it also don't buy seasonal food like don't go out of season and for example eat strawberries in Sort of like in the, like December. Yeah, when it doesn't even grow, and like you're just increasing food miles and stuff like yeah, that, if we, which is harming the environment, releasing more CO two from the planes, which are carrying yeah. the cargo from there to there. If we decrease the, um, if we decrease the demand for different fruits that aren't in season, like you said, I think that can lower it. Yeah. And you know, it, it some 
it may seem stupid and some people may say oh well if i'm doing that then clearly i'm self but you're not it's just i think a lot of the time that people just don't know these things like they don't know that like what fruits are in season so i think supermarkets should make it more aware that like these sort of fruits are better for the environment and they are british and i think they do yeah. do that but not necessarily enough they don't do it on a, i know that they yeah, have i'm still packaging it says yeah like the potatoes the same british potatoes the but sometimes potatoes. you have to like add more light or exactly, add yeah. different things to make them gross I think if they just let you know what sort of things are in season I think it would help Stephanie uh, have you ever had your carbon footprint checked? I did check my own once but I bet it, it was wasn't really high very Stephanie. good because yeah. I eat lots of meat and exactly, yeah. terrible I travel I basically oh, yeah. don't cycle that's terrible See, these are the little though, things that we can make exactly. to change our lifestyle. Yeah. Just these little things. And if you, if, little you changes. Check, if you check your carbon footprint at a regular interval, you can and make changes based on that. You can really lower it, and it can make you yourself sometimes feel better if you know that you're exactly. doing something to change. Yeah. You know, when, you're just cycling instead of like you know. You driving. This is the planet your grandchildren yeah. are going to grow up in. This is your you planet. Them, you yeah. want them to survive this planet. Exactly. You need to. You need to pass down. Just the like planet. the other things we discussed in our previous episodes. If we don't have a planet to have these things, like for better education, for equality, we need a planet to do that. Yeah. So we need to save the planet. Yeah. Again, some people argue though that well, I don't want children. I don't want grandchildren. And I think that can sound sometimes a bit selfish because you're thinking of just yourself, and you need to think about the global impact that it's going to have and the people in other countries that maybe aren't educated on it, if you can do something that might be able to, you know, that might be able to cover things that they aren't doing because I mean, they don't know about point, it. Like, overpopulation is part of, like, yeah. building more houses. There's more people on the earth, so that could be affecting global warming as but well. But that is a yeah. big leap. Like, we could do things that could stop climate change. Yeah, like I know I don't yeah, easier things like yeah because China added the one child policy, but that's just not yeah. It's it's just there's going to be an aging population, so there's not going to be enough younger people to look after older people. Yeah, so I think no, it's always been one, but they changed it to now two, isn't it? Yeah, I but think it it's... used to be one, but which is not why there's now an aging population. That's why there's like so many conspiracy theories about the coronavirus saying that it's supposed to like Kill decrease the, the population yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Oh. But I think as as well, like in Chinese culture, it, you're meant to look after your like your parents, so it does end up being an aging population. Where the things that they're trying to do to decrease overpopulation and decrease climate change, it ends up, um, it just doesn't end up doing anything because you still got the same population. You know, if somebody passes away, then you've got another person born, and it's just keeping a constant yeah. one. But with how like and how it's going, I don't think you know we can actually think about grandchildren. I feel like with uh, climate change, it's going to you know, affect us more than we actually think it will. Exactly, it's happening way too fast and we won't even notice it. Yeah, and and I, I feel like a main factor for climate change was the CFC emissions that they used to do back in the day. What? Do you know what you, know you how they, explain and elaborate? Yeah, yeah. elaborate. Nah, so uh, apparently, you know when they used to have like spray and back, back in the day, they used to put CFCs in them, which were like harmful chemicals, which used to release loads of horrible gases into the air. Oh, which okay. added to the climate change and global warming, etc. So that really caused like a massive increase in climate change. So yeah. what we're trying to do is decrease that, basically. Yeah. Thank you for educating us on that. Yeah. Uh, no worries. I hope you feel educated. Well, um, have you ever had your carbon footprint checked? I checked it a while back, but I often did, I only did it because it was in like a geography lesson. 
and they told us we had to check it. Oh, I check it at regular intervals, so <laughs> I'm so proud of What's you. What's yours? Yeah. Uh, 0. 0.7. 7.7. 7 what? Inches. <laughs> Inches? Right, Whoa. that's getting cut out. <laughs> no, no, that's funny. Keep, keep that in there. Keep that in there. Keep that in there. It's a bit advanced. Come on. Cheers. <laughs> to round off this podcast, um, I want you to... I'm just going to pose a question. What is one thing that could be improved or that has already been added? Yeah, what can be improved right now? What could be inspired now? What's already been implemented that you think is going to make a big impact? I'll start. I think the bikes that are there, the, the bikes that are around towns and, you know, people can use. Yeah. I think that, yeah, the Boris bikes, I think they can, they've made a big difference. Yeah, a very big difference. Yeah. There's also, um, uh, I feel like there's buses that are like um, electric buses. They're really good yeah. because that will... That will really reduce it even more. Buses itself are good because everyone, if the, if everyone gets on it, it can really reduce one person's carbon yeah. footprint. And especially electric cars such as Tesla as well. They're becoming more normalised, so more people are getting them. And yeah. I feel like that's also like a good addition to, especially help reduce climate change. What do you think, Sweta, is one way that climate change is being reduced or has been reduced so far? Um, well, they charge extra for like plastic bags and stuff. Mm, yeah. And I saw really this important. thing, I think it was China, they like add extra like money if you buy pa- plastic bottles. Mm. And if you like, after you finish mm. using it, if you came and give it back, they give you your money back. Yeah. Oh, so okay. oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard yeah, of that, yeah. heard of that somewhere. I've yeah, heard I've heard of that. Oh, that's very that's clever. Brilliant, yeah. That's a very educated also guess. Pay for like Stop. train tickets as, uh, in some places with plastic bottles. So if you put like, say, five plastic bottles. Then you get like a train ticket for free. I don't know where it is, but I think oh. it's in different countries. Wow, I wow. I know as well. It encourages people to pick up litter. Wow, um, which, wow. You know, litter is a problem. On my bush journey here, I don't know what street it is, but damn, the litter is really bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's dirty. It's just something to look at. And it's just like, don't people think, oh, let me put it in the bin. Instead of just like... And I feel like when people see layer on the floor, they think, oh, this is just a day area, so I'm just going to leave the layer on the floor anyway. Yeah. Instead of putting it in the bins. Especially now because coronavirus, not everyone wants to pick up someone else's litter because they don't know who else has touched it. But yeah. I think more litter because, you know, like, people that are litter pickers, they don't mm. get paid to do it. I suppose that's just for people that are doing community service. So if they pay people to do it, I feel like... Probably more more litter pickers would do it. Yeah. yeah. Because I think even though it's it's not a, it's not uh, directly linked to climate change, it really does increase that pollution. And as well, the factories that are used to make them obviously increase the the CO two that is in the air. I think as well, there's there's a school in Africa that children can play with litter that they've picked up, and that the litter that they've used to then pay to get into the school is then used to build parts of the school. So the school walls are made of like plastic bottles, tyres, yes. things like that. Oh. Bottle bricks. It's yeah. Where you get um, like a two litre bottle and then you fill it with loads of different like random bits of plastic that you find. For example, like wrappers and bottle caps and that sort yeah. of things. So I think that that's, that's a, a big help as well, just in terms of bringing down pollution. If you can just reuse it and you're using it to help educate people, I think that's a great way of really reducing the litter that's there. So yeah. I think we've had a great discussion today on climate change. Yeah. I think we've been educated and we've had a nice open discussion about things. Save the environment, guys. Plant more trees, okay? Plant more trees. And I want to say a huge shout-out to our special guest, Stephanie, 
for especially giving us some top tier comments. Top, yeah, she, she's given us a lot of facts about climate change Thanks. that we haven't known before. Thank you, Stephanie. Thanks. I hope we've, we've, we've all learned something today about climate change and yeah. how we can play a part in stopping it. Yeah. And we'll talk, we'll see you later. This is 10 by 10 signing out. Peace.